The Mac Attack podcast is sponsored in part by FAMS Printing, your source for screen printing and embroidered apparel. From school teams to businesses big and small, FAMS Printing does it all. FAMS can even set you up with your very own web store. Visit our website at www.famsprinting.com and ask how they can give your next order the primo stamp of approval. I'm Zach Clark. And I'm Zach Hayes. This is your home for the most competitive football in the state of Michigan. This is your home for the most comprehensive coverage week in and week out. This is the Mac Attack Podcast with Zach and Zach. This is the Mac Attack Podcast with Zach and Zach. I don't know, Zach. We need to we need to cue the the final countdown. It wouldn't it wouldn't be a sports show without it. No, I know that's true. That's true. Week nine, Zach, is upon us. We are wrapping up the regular season, and it's worth pointing out before we go any further that you will hear the Mac attack with Zach and Zach throughout the entire playoff. Run. We're not going to slow down, even if a Mac Red team does not make it all the way, which I think is hard to believe. But I, I mean, too. stranger I things have happened. I do too. But we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take it all the way through the state championship game. Fear not, so we just, will yeah. be with you the whole way. Be ready. We've got a special Wednesday conversation, a double dose. We were joined in person by Miles and Myron Harris from Chippewa Valley. A, a really an interesting conversation to watch and listen to the two of them interact with each other and and talk about what motivates them and what's next. Got and beyond the the game a little bit. It was great. Uh, and then week nine predictions, six games to get to. This is a red white crossover, so. Uh, a lot going on, but Zach, it's Wednesday. I know what time that yes. is. That's yes. power rankings. Let's yes. do it, Zach. Alrighty, uh, I'll lead off this week as you went, Zach. Now, as we talked about, and and you did say this a few weeks ago that the further we go, the more easily defined the power rankings should be, and I think ultimately that is what happened, right? I mean, there's not a lot of explaining to do here. I've got Chippewa Valley at the top. I mean, they're so versatile. No matter what you throw at them, you know, they're just able to withstand and survive. Uh, I've got Eisenhower at two and, you know, they've won five games in a row. Great season. No matter what happens from here on out. I mean, what a great season the Eisenhower Eagles have had. I've got Romeo at three. You know, they're probably a little disappointed out there in Northern Macomb County. They, They came close in both of those losses. They had opportunities in both of those losses. But I mean, this team's made the playoffs like 15 times in a row. So as disappointed as you may be, or as they may be, they still have in their minds, a lot of football left ahead of them. Dakota at four, they certainly aren't aren't out of the conversation, but you know, losing on Friday, not an option. And the same thing is true for Stevenson. There's going to be some kind of debate. If both of these teams win, and we'll get into that in a little bit, for Stevenson, they like Dakota. If you want to be in that debate, if you want there to be a debate, both Dakota and Stevenson have to win. I've got them at four and five. Uh, and then, you know, Anchor Bay at the bottom. Like you said, these are kind of obvious answers at this point. We've found out everything we wanted to about these teams throughout uh, not just the division play, but some of their other opponents as well. So mine's shaping up the same way as you. Uh, Chippewa Valley is the obvious number one. They're your Mac Red champs. Eisenhower, coming up playing big in the towards the tail end of the season you know they beat Romeo their only division loss was to chip this is a strong team that is ready for playoffs number three Romeo like you said a little bit of a disappointing turn of events for them they were potentially a, less than a week ago they had an opportunity to be number one in the division lost that to Chippewa Valley in a really close matchup but their only two losses 
come from the top two teams yeah. in the division. So still uh, very competitive. I think either one of those games could have gone either way. So they're shaping up at three. Dakota at four, they're kind of your they're your surprise of the season for ending up in that position. I, I think they would have wanted to be up there in the conversation instead of fighting for a playoff spot at this point. Stevenson at five, another one who's fighting for their playoff life this week. They have to win that game on Friday, like you said. There, there, there's no doubt about it. You know, so that's a toss-up. One more MAC team has the chance to get in, and then Anchor Bay at six. I mean, that that record speaks for itself. There's not a not a very hard decision there. They've got one more chance this week to uh, get a win. It's a decent chance too. I know I'm not revealing anything extraordinary here, but if you look in the loss column, if you go one through six, it goes zero, one, two, three, four. Five and I, I and I thought about this when you said Romeo. The only losses are the two teams above them. And if you look at your sheet, it's the same for everybody. It's the same for everybody. I didn't even realize that until you said and it. So, but yeah, you're right. And so I think my deduction is zero upsets. I think that's what that means. I mean, at the end of the day, chalk every time. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, and and those were not necessarily at the time. It may not have felt like that, right? But it's shaped up that way. Everybody Especially who like Eisenhower Romeo, right? everybody fell in line. You know, we thought Eisenhower was an upset that for the, after that win against Romeo, but you're right. It shakes up and we're looking at it like, okay, no, they were the number two team. They should have won that game. We were a Romeo win away from total chaos and a three-way tie at the top. And then the way it shakes out, it is, I mean, it could not be more clearly defined than it is right here. I mean, the, it the, could the overall, been. it could have been the overall win loss though. Some of those are more similar, right? Dakota and Stevenson sure. are both four and four Romeo and Ike are six and two. But again, you look down the win loss column and, and I that mean, division play is where it really matters. I mean, these are, you know, you're, you're talking yeah. about a division that, that could theoretically be spitting out four or five playoff teams every single year, especially when they start doing the points but based it, it, system. It just, it's hard for me to believe that in 30 games, there were no upsets. Again, at the end of the day, there were no upsets. Well, I think even a couple of weeks back, Zach, you and I were talking about how far is the reach between second place and third place? How far is the gap between fifth and sixth or fourth and fifth? You know, that it, yeah, the way it, you sh- talk about that. It, it shaped up to where it was equal on every side. It's just that each one of these teams is just a little bit better than the one above them. You know, uh, not that they can't lose. It's just a small separation here. You know what I mean? And that's, it shaped up exactly how it should have. Yeah. No, I just, how, but how often does it happen just like that? And so and, rare. And again, I'm slow. And so it just dawned on me. I'm looking, I'm like, Hey, hey, hey look what I found. And I'm sure half of you are thinking, well, of course, Zach, we've been thinking about this for the last few days when these records were established the way that they were, we're going to have week nine predictions coming up in just a few minutes. We're going to take a break, but coming up after that, our Wednesday conversation, Miles and Myron Harris from Chippewa Valley coming up in 30 seconds. With three locations in Southeast Michigan, Arden Jake's provides the community with the best dining experience. Whether you're looking for a quick lunch, dinner with the family, taking the kids out after their team sports, or drinks and cold beers with friends while watching the game, Arden Jake's has all you're looking for and more. Enjoy Arden Jake's delicious food with prompt and friendly service and a fun-filled family atmosphere. With over 70 TVs at each location, you'll catch all the sports action along with private TVs in the booth that'll help keep the young ones entertained. You'll see why Art and Jake's has become the go-to spot in Metro Detroit. Often imitated, but never duplicated. Art and Jake's. 
Week nine predictions coming up in just a few minutes, but we had Zach and in studio this week on the Wednesday conversation. And it's fun. This is the uh, second time now that we've had one of the players actually join or now two of the players, players yesterday, is, but, is, is. Uh, you know, come down to the studio. Uh, we got to talk one-on-one with one them. On, one two on, on two? Two on two. All right. <laughs> there you go. But it was really interesting to see what uh, they had to say. You could tell they have a, a special connection there and that translates on and off the field. Uh, want to thank them again for coming out. We got to meet the family too and super uh, nice and they were they were excited for the football season. So it, it's just great to see those kind of things and how we can connect with people on that level. Chippewa Valley's Miles and Myron Harris. Take a listen. Guys, what goals did you have coming into this season? And I know there's a lot of football left, but as far as the goals you had, how have the results stacked up? Our first goal was to beat the, our rival, Dakota. <laughs> And they were a tough team, but we ended up coming out with W. And our second goal was to win the Mac Red, and and knowing that Romeo was in the way, we know that I'm not. There's gonna be a tough team to beat, and very physical. So we know that we had to come and bring it almost every play and every drive. I want to know a little bit about how your football career started. Was it backyard football? Was it organized sports? Tell us a little bit about that. Literally, one like one day, my dad came home and was like. You guys want to try to play football? Okay. So my dad was like, you want to play football? And we was like, yeah, yeah. So we really started around like five. Yeah, okay. Five, five, yeah. So high school football, it's all about having fun. What would you say so far has been your favorite game to play in this year? Last game was one of those, you know, old school kind of games. And that was one of, that's why it was one of my favorite games because, you know, everything is changing and evolving. But you had, you know, just a who's going to be tougher type of game. Who's going to, you know, play with more heart. Um, I agree. Miles, same question, yeah. Yeah, um, um, I, my favorite game was Romeo because because um, last year when we played Romeo, um, I, I wasn't as physical as I was now. I was more of like a passive guy and I wasn't really like physical. And so I knew um, that um, that this game I had to be physical. And if I did, uh, we we, were, um, we probably would have lost. You had one of the game-changing plays, uh, you know, with the, uh, the kickoff return there. Zach mentioned the big plays against Romeo and you both had them What's it like when you see the other performing well, when Miles sees Myron performing well or vice versa? How, how do you two make each other better? Honest to God, like when I seen him run that, uh, run it back, I knew I knew he was going to take it to the house because right before then, I was just like, I was punching him in his chest and I was like, just run. I'm like, just run. And when he took off, it was like, I just knew it. And then, you know, seeing him do what he did, like, honest to God, like you keep asking me to bring tears in my eyes. I'm <laughs> like, dude, like, like, let's go. Like, finally. In this similar sense, uh, I'm kind of curious to know uh, Miles, what impresses you most about your brother? And, and this can be on or off the field. Oh, well, on the field, what impresses me about him is that uh, he is very physical and um, he's a beast. Myron, same question. Um, I think, like, Miles' game is very unique. Like, it's not, like, he's not just, you know, a player that can just cover or a player that can just hit. Like, you know, like, he has the whole thing. You know, and off the field, I say, like, you know, his, his, his character, because, like, he has a tendency to, show you his shot side, but it's like, you know, I get the more goofy, you know, like the more like acts like me side, you know what I mean? So I do have one more on like the twin thing. Y'all have a college decision coming up and you have similar offers. How much do you guys talk about that? And you don't have to spill the beans. I'm just curious, like, what's that process like? Because a lot of times one person is being recruited, but 
they, they know that both of you are going to factor into the other's decision. So it's just, it's a unique recruiting situation. So I'm, I'm curious. We don't want to separate. Like that's. So that, but that, that was what I was getting at. Like yeah, that's. Yeah. yeah because so wherever like, you're going, it's both it's of you. It's a package yeah. deal. I mean, I mean, yeah. saying, I mean, like we believe God has a plan and if the plan is for us to separate, then so be it, then we have to live with it. But if yeah. we have the, if we can control it, we want to stay together. Agree. Agree. Last year's team, y'all were loaded, right? And, and it's no different this year. But when you hear people ask if you can be the next great running back, quarterback, whatever, and a lot of your teammates, you guys have had to deal with it. Does that fuel what you mm. do going into the season itself? Yeah, it just motivates us and knowing like that we have to step up and, and prove people wrong. The one thing is you guys know what it feels like to playing in that state championship game, to win the trophy, to do it all. Most of us will never get that feeling. So, so tell us a little bit. I mean, how, we're, we're disqualified. <laughs> High school's long we have gone no chance me. of it. So <laughs> t- tell us, a little, what did that feel like? And is it that feeling driving you through this season? That feeling for me was like a dream come true, especially being a part of a team like that. All those players that are, are like division one talent, it, it drives me and, uh, it makes you want to go back. It makes you want to go back and do it again. From the time the game started, I didn't feel anything. And then afterwards, soon like clock strikes zero zero, and they're handing us the trophies. Like you know, bittersweet is like so real. You know what I mean? I don't think anybody that that played high school sports, everybody hopes for that moment, and very few people get to experience. Especially it. at so, that level. I mean, this is at, big boy football. Exactly. Right? I mean, you're, you're talking it's the highest D1. level of football in Michigan. You're talking right? D one, yeah. great competition. Being being out at Ford Field, I mean, cherish that stuff. Because, Somebody has to win at Ford Field. <laughs> like with the ranks and stuff, like we don't really pay attention to that. But at the same time, it's like we we feel as if we don't get for like respected in like you know what I mean. Like we played the highest level of football in Michigan. You know the rankings don't show that. You know what I mean. You've been number one on. Uh, our power rankings for the entire season. Oh, oh yeah. So we never sold you short. <laughs> I've been tuning in. I've been tuning in. We, never, sure. we yeah. never sold you short. Myron, Miles, thank you so much for joining us. It's been great talking to you guys. For sure. Thank you. Sure. Thanks, for having us. Thanks for having us. Yeah. That was Miles and Myron Harris from Chippewa Valley. Heck of a season these kids are having. And, you know, they, they've got their eyes set on playoffs there. Six games in week nine, Zach, going out with a bang. This is a red-white crossover. We're going to do things just a little differently. And what is that difference this week? We There was some debate going on. Well, you know, it's. I feel like us. you and I have been agreeing way too much. Lately. We've been on the same page the for a lot of stuff. The power the last few weeks have been, for whatever reason, this week, we couldn't agree on the Art and Jake's game of the week. And who would think at the end of the season here that there would be, you know, so much debate where it would just be, okay, end of the season, let's just pick one. But no, there's there's some major implications for a couple of teams coming up this week. We can't do it that way. You could have made a case for a few of these, right? I mean, certainly I think you could have made the case for the Anchor Bay at Gross Point North game. I think, you know, a game that kind of gets buried is Romeo and Gross Point South. That should be a really good football game. Yeah, on paper, that's that might be the I mean, these are the, two, the, the two most playoff. closely matched up teams that you're almost getting like a a preview of playoffs. I mean, it's likely the only Yeah, you're yeah. getting two playoff teams that are just going up against each other for the last game instead of their uh division. So you know what that means? The playoffs start a week early. Nice. I mean, nice. they don't but they do. Okay, so games of the week. You I'm go, gonna, I'm going to start you off go. with the with my pick for the game of the week. I've got Dakota at Lance Cruz. Huge game because we've got Dakota who may or may not make the playoffs right now. Nobody, if, if you don't have six wins, you're not, you're guaranteed nothing. You're guaranteed nothing. And there was a lot of debate going on on Twitter 
after Friday's we game. We fielded a bunch of questions about this. Yeah, so there- And I gave a bunch of really bad answers that I'll probably be really wrong. Well, that's because we just don't know. We've looked at a couple of, uh, you know, the snooze to you that we always talk about. They've actually got Stevenson getting in right now. Um, Even though the head-to-head- The lowest point getter. Of course. You know, but- it, But the head-to-head favors Dakota. Dakota. So, I, so we're making these arguments, uh, you know, behind the scenes here that Dakota- needs this win. And so does Stevenson. But I think if they both win, I'm making the argument for Dakota to make the playoffs. Why would anything change? That's why I don't get, I don't get what these points really, really equate to because Dakota's got the head to head win. They've got more wins in their division. Yeah, But I'm going to take you back in time, children to a time when the BCS ruled college football. And people said, what the hell is this? In the BCS, remember, there was like 10 or 11 different factors, and 10 of the 11 were computers. They were sure, programs. Just strictly off analytics. And, and then they, they did, there was a human element of it, but again, it was, it was a small portion of it. And they, they graded wins based on difficulty, right? It wasn't about how many you had necessarily, because their record, aside from the head-to-head, is the same. They're four and four. Because sure. in the playoffs, your division record matters, but at the end of the day, they're not too far off. So you look at it, Stevenson had those two wins at the beginning of the season. Obviously, I have Warren Mott at Stevenson as my Art and Jake's game of the week. And you look at Bedford, and you look at Lakeview. Both of those teams went six and two, yeah, they have really good four, records. 12 and 4. And Stevenson won both of those games on the road. I understand why Stevenson is in. And I also understand why the Dakota fans are like, hey, this is not how this works. And let me just say, let me just say this sec before we go any further. This is how it's going to be going forward. The six and you're in is gone. Sure. This is but if if you think you're confused or mad now, I don't think this is gonna as far as like the fan. There's going to be a lot of teams that are in the playoffs right now that happier. wouldn't wouldn't have been and and now with this record oh. Stevenson's already oh, yeah. in. If this is know? next year we're not having this conversation because they're all in. All six of them are in. Everybody except for Anchor Bay, they're all in. But let me it, ask well, you this, okay? Win. And Stevenson still has to get past a, yet another 6 and 2 team in Warren Mott just to qualify now and say, yes. I got that win. Now, maybe, yeah, there's a better argument there, but I don't know well, if I, mean, I if, see them winning. You know what I mean? But, and, if, but if Stevenson wins, then I really think you look at the, the teams they played in the non-con. That's a different fact. That, that's a different argument though. Then now, now we're doing our predictions. I think Dakota has the path that's a little more clear where I think they will handle Lance Cruz North. I think they will bounce back. I think they will get a win. And I think they're going to do whatever they can because they're fighting for their playoff lives. And I just see the path for Stevenson to be a little less of a cakewalk, not a cakewalk, because that's the wrong way to way to call it. But I, I don't you think there's going to be a bigger challenge. Stevenson has a bigger challenge there you of go. crossing that last hurdle in week nine. And it's funny you say that because you're not wrong, but like Stevenson's at home. Yeah, Dakota's on the road. You know, but we haven't seen that play a huge factor all year long. I I don't know. What we could do is sit here for literally hours on end and play out every single scenario. We could talk about if they win. Can we just do that? Well, yeah. I mean, that could be a whole nother show, but I don't think anybody would want to listen to that. We're in hour Um, eight of the podcast. This is uh, no bathroom breaks either. But that's the situation where we'd be analyzing it to death. And at at the end of the day, these teams are either going to win or lose. And 
they're still not guaranteed to make the playoffs no matter what that outcome is because they didn't get those six wins. Right. One of these teams will get in. Will they both get in? I highly doubt both. It just seems hard for me to see that. But Zach, here's the other thing. There is a path. If you look at Rochester Hills, Stony Creek, they are five and three as well. Snooze to you. And we're, we're going off snooze to you. None of this is set in stone. Everything is fluid. Think of it like if you watch boxing, this is the Letterman card. (laughs) There's still another week where these teams are getting the opportunity to get one more win and get in. So Stony Creek plays Rochester Adams at Stony Creek. If Rochester Adams wins that game and Dakota and Stevenson both win at five and four, would they both get in and would Stony Creek be out? I think Dakota or Stevenson gets in over. Does the playoff committee allow? That's what I don't, I honestly don't know. I mean, but but I mean like, like in the back of their minds, five Mac red teams when you're bouncing. No, I I know. I I know exactly what you're saying. I, I mean, and I think the argument could be made for any of these teams. And, and that's why you're better off just getting those six wins guys. Come on. Yeah. It would have been a lot easier. Yeah, exactly. But it would be a lot easier, but, but no, somebody's having these conversations. And like you said, with the BCS stuff and everything else, there's definitely room for debate here. So if I was Dakota, if I was Stevenson, I'm just, I'm just trying to win because a loss basically eliminates me at that point. You're out of the conversation. Just win baby. All right, Zach, pick them. I'm taking Dakota over Lance Cruz North. Um, I really think Lance Cruz North, they're at three and five. Um, we've seen them uh, take a loss from, I think they were in another crossover game there, Lance Cruz North and uh, Eisenhower against Eisenhower. I think Dakota's got them, no problem. Eisenhower um, hung 44 points on them. That's why I say I think their path is a little bit easier because on the flip side, I've got Warren Mott over Stevenson. So I, that's why I think I kind of backed off that as the game of the week because I saw it wrapping up as a loss. So I don't think the impact will be substantial enough. So I think Stevenson takes that loss. They're out of the playoff conversation. Dakota solidifies themselves as that fourth team in the Mac. And I think they end up getting into the playoffs. And then likely Stony Creek gets in no matter what happens because yes. they finish five and four. I think, even they, if they I think they're the next team in the division. So Zach has Dakota and Warren Mott winning the Art and Jake's games of Two the for week. the price of one this week, but guys. I got to tell you, the co-game of the week was Zach's idea. And I feel absolved a little bit if you go back a few weeks. And I did like a few, like a, more than a few weeks, right? You but set I, me up on this. I one. had the tie. I, I did because I did. You You're bastard. Right. I never forget, right? An elephant never forgets. No, I remember when I had the, uh, I have a three-way tie in the power rankings. That was bad though. That was bad. Even I'm kind of ashamed of that still. I take Dakota as well. You know, I don't think Lance Cruz North can stop the home run hitters from Dakota. They gave up 44 to Ike and, you know, Ike's offense is getting better, but you know, Dakota can hit that home run. And you know, Zach, after all that, all that argument, I got to take Warren Mott too. I think Stevenson can win this game, but when they've needed it the most in the biggest moments, they just haven't been there. None of that, Matt, if you can come out here and win this one, I think, and again, we made the argument. I think if Sterling Heights, win, I think if Stevenson wins, that's it. You're putting them in. I, yeah, point, I, I so. am putting them in. I mean, that's why we made the argument, right? I, I don't think they're going to win, but if they do, I think they're the ones that are in because then you have three quality victories. So, so this is what is good about the end of the season. So we talked, we talked earlier about gross point South and Romeo being a playoff matchup. These other two games have major playoff implications. So, I mean, you got teams, even if you're, even if you're not interested in uh, what's going on with Stevenson or Dakota on a regular basis, maybe you're a Romeo fan and you're listening, maybe well, you're a chip. Matters these, are, for you too. These, are, these are going to matter to you now yeah. because you might see one of these teams in the playoffs. So keep an eye out for those two games because 
the results are going to be very important for how the divisions play out when we talk about the announcements. Uh, gosh, are those revealed? Sunday. Sunday. Right on the course. Selection Sunday, 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 Sunday. Well, let's jump into that next playoff. That, that yeah, we still unquote, got four games to talk let's about. Let's jump here. into that quote-unquote playoff game. And this one is meaningful as well because once you are in, you are now playing for positioning, sure. right? And, you know, if you're Romeo, you're trying really and, – and it's not that you are afraid. I don't think Romeo is afraid of Chippewa Valley. At this point, when you're in the playoffs, I don't think anybody's afraid of anybody. But everybody wants the most clear path. And if you're going to play a team like Chippewa Valley, wouldn't it be nice if it was in, say, the third round? Not that the first round is going to be easy regardless. Not that if you win that game, it'll be easy the second time around. But if you're anybody, why wouldn't you postpone it? Nobody out of the gate wants to see Chippewa Valley. I don't care and, what they and, say. And, 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 you're right. They're it's got to happen afraid, eventually. Right. But but that's not what, if they could pick it, I yes. think they would. You have a better chance of walking away this season with a division championship if they don't match up with you. You can win your division, right? District championship. District Yeah, I'm sorry. District championship. You can still walk away with a district championship without seeing them and then, you yeah. know, see them a little and, bit later on. And then, I, and, do, and then if you do beat them, you win a regional championship, exactly. right? Exactly. I'd rather get them in that regional matchup. Uh, I think any team, would be, any team would be lying if they said they didn't want that to happen. You don't want Chippewa Valley first round. All right, pick it. I got to go Romeo. I'm taking Romeo too. I got to go Romeo. It's at Romeo, home. It's, it's at Homecoming. Home. Yes, Gross Point South is sitting pretty at seven and one. They score a lot of points, man. But They're Romeo, fun to watch. Romeo, and they, don't get me wrong, Romeo still had a great game last week. They did not, they made a few mistakes here and there, but this is a team that is gearing up for playoffs. They're excited about it. They don't just expect to be in the playoffs and not have to worry about this game now. They're, they're preparing for this just like they prepared for every other one. They still uh, want that win. Romeo can't think ahead here. Again, they're playing for positioning. You got to win this game. You, this game could be for a home game in the playoffs. That's huge. In the first round. That's huge. Yeah, it is huge, right? I'm taking Romeo too. It's at home. I already said that. Romeo's defense is up to the challenge of slowing down Gross Point South's offense. And Romeo's offense has played really well. They're just so versatile, being able to, to throw and then, I mean, just run on demand. That ball control. It's impressive. That ball control will be very important as well because the best way to slow down a team like Gross Point South is just to keep the ball out of their hands. I mean, forget about stopping them. Just don't let them touch it. Well, Romeo Romeo tends to, when they start out strong, they tend to it's all about the start. leave teams in the dust. I mean, if they get a good start, that first half is really important for the Bulldogs. And the only time that didn't happen was against Chippewa Valley, but it's like you have to get a running start when you play Chip. For sure. That's the only way you're going to survive. And Romeo did. And, you know, for the most part, they hung in. And then just at the end, it was too much. Moving along down the list, one of the more interesting games of the week, we've got Anchor Bay at Gross Point North. Two 0-8 teams going head-to-head in the last game of the season. I don't want to be rude, but fighting how Fighting for a win. I don't want to be rude, but how do I pick this game? Like, I, I went and looked back. I think I might have a quarter in my pocket. But And I don't want to, again, I'm not trying to be, like, snide, but when I go back... It's like the same result. They've both given up a ton of points. They've both not scored frequently. I mean, if you look, the average margin in Gross Point North for Gross Point North is they've lost an average of 42 to 7. Crazy. Anchor Bay has lost 34 to 8. The margins are a little smaller and the divisions are different. So because of that, and I've been waiting to do this all year long. I did it in week one. I'm doing it in week nine. I am taking Anchor Bay. Yeah, I got to agree with you, On the Zach. road, baby. I'm taking Inter Bay as well. Yes. They're going to get their first one of the season. This is one of those games where 
it could go either way. But could you imagine if you see these teams put up like 40 a piece? You know what I mean? Can you imagine if they I wouldn't be surprised if it was 45, 42 or three, nothing. It could go either way. You're going to you are definitely going to see one extreme or the other in this, in this matchup. And, you know, there's, you know, I I'm interesting to see how that game actually plays out. I really hope that anchor Bay is able to go tar, pull off baby. a win for uh, their first win of the year. I'm all about it. Henry Ford two is at Eisenhower and look Chippewa Valley aside. I mean, I don't even know. Does Chippewa Valley count as the hottest team in the Mac? I mean, like, can you, can you burn white hot for two seasons? I guess so. Oh, they're, they're doing it. All right. If well, anybody is, right. it's them. Well, and if anybody else is it's Eisenhower, five wins in a row. Now they fight to improve their posting positioning. To me, this game is really important too. For sure. It is. It right? is. And Henry Ford is at four and four as well. Do they want to throw their name into the five and four conversation? They need to win against Eisenhower uh, to win, do that. But, but a win on the road against Eisenhower would be huge. Absolutely. Be especially huge. when we're talking about the number two team in, in the Mac red. I mean, this is a team that's, they lost their first game of the season. And then the only other game they lost was to Chippewa Valley, the yeah, number yeah. one team in the state. So all that being said, I still think Eisenhower wins this game. I think they continue to work their way up in the argument for their positioning in, in the playoffs. Like you said, it's an, it's an important game for them too. And they'll get past Ford and then they'll start preparing for the playoffs. Yeah, yep. I'm taking Eisenhower as well. One more to go. Chippewa Valley looking to round it out to undefeated seasons. Unbelievable. Undefeated regular seasons in a row. They've got to win this game too. You got to win this game. Sure. I'm taking them. I told you I'm taking them all year long. You will never not be taking. That's correct. I don't don't even have to announce it. This isn't one of those ones where you can, you know, if this was the NFL, you sit, you sit guys. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody gets hurt, but this, this high school football doesn't work that way. Chip's got to win this game. Go in with a head full of steam. That's what happens. And I, that's and what I, happens. And I think they will. We had no idea they were going to be this good. I mean, and that's something that the Harris brothers touched on in that interview, that it's really important for them that it's about this year's team and not about last year's team. What happened was in the past. It was great. They were riding high on the state championship win, but their focus was on this team. All they wanted was to prove that this year's team was as good or better. He, not in a negative way. The question is, can they can they, can they, will they, will they, will they? The answer is yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Six games, Zach, week nine, and then playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. Bum, 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 bum. This is going to be our first dive into the playoffs. So this is exciting because one, we still don't know how it's going to shake up. You know, we don't know how deep these Mac teams are going to go, but like you said, regardless, we're we'll going to follow here. everything from beginning to end. We've Why been not doing it this long? I mean, Why this is not? like episode 24 or something like that. Like I'm As not. in addition to preparing for basketball season, like we yeah, said, we really will, the Mac attack will be yeah. doing, uh, following the Mac red basketball season as well. There's a lot going on here. There is. This is a good time to be a sports fan in, uh, in Michigan. That's, and that's no doubt. Let me give you a heads up here. Just there's going to be things a little different over the next couple of days. You can still follow along with us on Friday if you're out at games hashtag Mac attack send us your photos tweets scoring updates whatever Saturday the week nine wrap-up show it'll be Zach and Phil you remember Phil from earlier he sat in the year. before he's gonna sit in again can we just call him the fill in and I don't mean that in, uh, I, don't, I, like I, don't, I don't mean that in like a negative way but no, of course but yeah the, the, the it fill just lends in, itself so perfectly the fill in will be in the house and then we'll have a special episode come Monday to recap all that happens Sunday, Sunday, for selection right. Sunday, because yeah, then we will o'clock. know how it all shakes yeah, up. So we will know where everybody falls. 
Fox Sports Detroit, 7 o'clock Sunday night. Everybody be is, watching. Is the reveal. So, so we'll have a wrap on the next day on that one. We're back in your feed on Saturday. Thanks for listening to the Mac Attack Podcast with Zach and Zach. For more, visit MacAttackPodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MacAttackPod. And don't forget to like the Mac Attack with Zach and Zach on Facebook. The Mac Attack Podcast is sponsored in part by FAMS Printing, your source for screen printing and embroidered apparel. From school teams to businesses big and small, FAMS Printing does it all. FAMS can even set you up with your very own web store. Visit our website at www.famsprinting.com and ask how they can give your next order the primo stamp of approval.